0: Hello and welcome to Cast with your hosts, Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Greetings. Greetings, programs.
1: Yeah, you saw it, did you?
0: Yes, I did. (laughs) And that's what I'm going to tell you about, my adventures.
1: Your adventures in Electronica. Yes.
0: Now, you know, last week, Shaft, you gave us your impression of Electronica Vegas. Yeah,
1: but B. albeit a uh, very lightweight impression because of, uh didn't spend that much time over there that day, but regardless. Yes.
2: Sure uh, did, sure didn't sound like it based on all your yeah, blabbering. Yeah,
0: no, okay, but if you, if you go back and listen, you know, uh, his recount and take of the situation was kind of light.
2: Well, yeah, they're not clubbers, and it's kind of a no. clubber scene.
0: But. Uh, well, okay, you would think so, but it's 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 got the Disney... Uh, how should I put this? The Disney
2: The, the Disney vanilla.
0: Nah it's kind of scheduled. Alright, well all right, let me just run down what, what what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Okay. Now there's there's also a social network connection to this too that uh uh I, I want to comment on. The Disney Park blog, right? It has like three or four people that will post the Disney Park blog and in turn. If you follow the Disney Park, One, one's pretty hot too. Oh, she was there, and I missed—I missed my chance to say hi. <laughs> if you read the comments of after all these people, oh, you're so cute in person. I'm like, Ugh, rats. Um, anyway, so whenever they make a post on the Disney Park blog, which is you know hosted <laughs> on a Disney website, right? I wouldn't really call it a true. Well, it's it's a true blog, but they don't use like blogging software for it. It's kind of like four or five people will post something that's of interest. Anyway, anything that gets posted to the Disney Park blog, if you're following them on Twitter or have friended them on Facebook, that that post will show up on Twitter and Facebook as well, right? And like three weeks ago, they announced that they're going to have a meetup. That the first so many people that reply to this email address with this in the subject line and this in the body will get a free preview or a free not a not a preview but a, a free closed session of electronica okay they've done this for world of color for like 200 people the first 200 people to respond will get a private viewing of world of color in the premier vip seating area and then get to talk to the show designer afterward have a meet and greet with the show designer for world of color and they did the same thing for toy story midway mania the first i think it was 300 people they'll get to go on the ride after the park closes and then go talk to some of the show production team from Imagineering on (coughs) Toy Story Mania, okay? But the Electronic one was 1,500. The first 1,500 people to respond to this email with this information will get their admission to this private event, and they get to bring one guest. Okay? So I took my nephew. And they would let you in to DCA as early as 4 p.m. that day. That was free admission, DCA, They gave you one of those comp tickets. They they also gave you, when you checked in, a a token, a Flynn's Arcade token, right? But Mm -hmm. one that says on it, Electronica meetup with the date. And it's inside a little uh, paper and plastic case so you don't spend it, so you don't use it in, in an arcade. That's cool. And then they gave you a little schedule of the events for the night. And the first 200 people, I think, that wanted to, also had a chance to uh, meet the screenwriters for Tron Legacy and have them sign something for them and take a picture with them or whatnot.
1: That's very cool.
0: So I didn't check in till 7:15. The latest you could check in was 8, because the event started at like 8:10. Um, so I didn't, you know, I missed out on the meet the screenwriter thing, but you know, I got the whole. Scheduled. Scheduled is a term that keeps popping in my head. I don't know if it's the best best thing, but you know, at eight ten they have that power surge, that thing that you 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 know when you walk into DCA where the Sunshine Plaza they still call it that by the way, right? And and the sun is gone, that brass sun and that fountain. That's all. It's all been ripped out. But that portal thing that's there, they have that like countdown. Right. They do a little cheesy uh, dance. I mean, I, was, yeah. I saw, I kept thinking High School Musical and I was watching it. Okay, it's a little on the cheesy side, you know, and then welcome you to the Electronica and they have this and that ready for you and they turn around and open the portal. They can't down and the portal is, you know, uh, Hollywood backlot. And they project, you know, Richard talked about this, they project Tron stuff on the tops of the facades and on the street. And it's, you know, you talk about club dance kind of music. But I didn't find it overpowering. It was it was there. It was maybe a touch louder than regular background music, and it had some thumping going to it. But it was not overpowering. I could not not have a conversation. And then right in front of the animation building, they had a drink stand. Ten dollars, or eleven bucks. Ten fifty and eleven dollars. One was a martini. One was a, a daiquiri or margarita or something. Something quick, easy pour, and it came with a glowing ice cube. Yeah. Now, Greg, have you been there since they put up the Electronica stuff in the daytime at least?
2: Have you seen Uh, any of this stuff? We we were there Monday. Uh, We noticed that the uh, west side of the entry plaza, all the uh, tile, you know, the mosaic is gone. Yeah, they ripped Uh, all that down. And, yes, we saw the, you know, the Tron dude thing, whatever it is, the one that zooms around the game.
0: Yeah, the recognizer.
2: Okay. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we didn't walk into um, Hollywood back lot because – uh, we went ah. there strictly to uh, get some free food and ride the Fun Wheel, or whatever they call it now, Mickey's. Yeah, it's uh, Fun Wheel, right? Chum yeah. Wheel. <laughs> yeah, Mickey's Fun and, Wheel. And just to take pictures of construction uh, and all, right. all that.
0: Well, so you saw the Recognizer, right? That's the, that's the thing that floats around. So
2: Yes, I, I recognized. Yeah. Recogn- <laughs> so you
0: walk through the Recognizer, and it's got like a smart light that will spotlight on you, and it says, you know various things from the movie at you. It's kind of cool. you got to listen to it. And I, I I, went straight to get in line to see the Tron Legacy preview inside the Muppet Theater. Now, Shafta mentioned last week that they had upgraded the projection to handle this. Uh, and it looks really nice. The, I mean, it was nice, clear. But they also um, used some of the, I guess what do you call, 4D effect or whatever from inside the theater, like the big fans.
1: The fans. Like the there's a like there's it. a
0: scene where you know Recognizer floats over Flynn's son and, and the fans pull up, so you're getting blown on, like he's getting blown on. And then they use a spotlight in the back, like the Recognizer was spotlighting him, or at some point. So it was it. Yeah. Watching the trailer or this 13-minute preview in 3D made me rethink going to see the IMAX 3D presentation of Tron Legacy. I was saying, I'm not gonna go see this movie in 3D, I just want to see it the way it is. But it, it looked pretty stinking cool in the preview. Now, apparently it's the same preview they showed at Comic-Con. I don't know. Greg, you went to Comic-Con. Did you see the preview?
2: To get into a lot of those things, you had to have been there, you know, hours early, standing hours oh, okay. of long And so, I didn't bother with that stuff. All right. You didn't want to do that? <laughs> Want to and have the time to are two different things. Sure, sure.
0: All right, so so right after that, I come out and um, went straight across. Now, you know they have that the uh, the backstage theater and that you know the you can see the DJ booth club thing set up in front of Monsters Inc. And so that was going pretty well by the time I got out of the Tron Legacy preview. Again, the music was not overpowering. You could have a conversation fairly easily and the music was not all just club music it was uh, you know 80s tunes they would just put a thump and beat underneath underneath it right uh, or the dj would do some kind of tricks to it but it was not all just club caca thumpy music you kind of recognize some of it at least i did and i you know i'm i'm about as square as they come when it comes to some of that stuff um anyway so I moved across that and just to the right a Flynn's Arcade. They would set up this thing they called um, a behind-the-scenes look at some artwork, props, road, ro- and some wardrobe. Right, first time ever displayed. And you walk in there, and it was. Now
1: where was this here?
0: Uh, just to in the same building that Flynn's Arcade is in, okay. right? But it was to the right. Okay. Um, just a little room, and it was it was actually kind of disappointing. Uh, when you read... Because they gave us you know, a little flyer when you checked in about what was going on. You know, on behalf of the Disney Parks blog. Welcome to Electrarker Meetup. Here's the stuff that we're going to do, right? Um, and so I walk in there and it they had two helmets that were used in the film on some character. They had Flynn's robe. I don't know if you've seen the preview. You know, there's a scene where Jeff Bridges is standing like this white robe. Kind of like looking yeah. out over Tron City. Yeah. So that robe was in a glass case. They had, uh, I guess, his son's black, uh, you know, game grid suit or whatever yeah. on a mannequin in there. And then, and the rest of it was like some concept art, like one, two, three, four, or five pieces of concept art hanging on the wall. And that was it. A, a little bit underwhelming. And they had a couple, they had a security dude standing right next to these two helmets as if somebody would, you know, grab him and run out. I, I, Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and cool. they had some girls sitting there. They would answer questions or whatnot, but most people were just blowing through, taking pictures, and it, and it dumped out into the arcade, um, which I had a really good time in that arcade. I, I, I was, it, was, um, <laughs> it was kind of funny how it had a transporti- transportative effect on me going back, you know, dropping a quarter, playing games when I was in high school, hearing music that would be played in these arcades when I was in high school. It was all period music, playing period arcade games. It was it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Then, so at that point, I'd pretty much seen everything, and it started at. Let's see. We, I got into DC at seven thirty. Had a quick bite at Taste Pilots. Um, there are uh, anyone who wasn't seeing World of Color, at that point because the Co- World of Color showed at eight fifteen. The rest of us, they were crowding in the Sunshine Plaza for this you know Power Surge startup thing. And so, I'm thinking by 9 o'clock, I had seen everything that there really was to see. Um, and then, oh, so the Laser Man started at like 9.15. No, it must have been 9.15, because he had just started when we walk, walked out. And, and the you know where they show the Laser Man is in that little theater where they did Drawn to the Magic? That little stage, outdoor stage, behind the facades. Are you guys with me here?
1: Kind of okay. Drawn what, drawn to
0: the th- magic, you know. Those three people, one would draw. Right. Uh, well, two two dudes and a girl. Shit, what would they draw? Oh, okay,
1: okay, I, okay, uh, the, okay. The stage, yeah, on the back. Okay, all yeah, the back so motherf- they did
0: Laser Man. There, have you seen Laser Man?
1: No, I did not. All right. Let's. See, and I, I didn't see the costumes. I I was told that they were going to have costumes out there.
0: Apparently, seen- apparently, this costume exhibit ex- Abi- e- ex- exhibit 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 exhibit. goodness gracious was just was started that night it was the first night that they had had that exhibit out or maybe it was just for this event I don't know Um, anyway laser man he was pretty cool and we were seeing him from the back so uh, my nephew and I said screw it well he had another performance at 1030 so we'd mill around go play some more games and uh, try him again at 1030 get seats up front Laser Man was pretty cool He has this little box he stands on And a green laser shoots out of it Single green laser And he grabs it with his hand And you can kind of tell he's got mirrors in his hand In both of his hands And kind of bends the laser around Right? You think, yeah. okay, that's, that's, that looks kind of cool How he's bending the laser And he does it with his hands And it's kind of slick Well, at one point he splits the laser into two And takes the laser off the platform so he's holding his hand out over the platform away from where the laser started shooting out. So now you're thinking, okay, now how's he doing that, right? And he does right. these two tricks, you know, these some of these tricks with the lasers out over the platform, and then he brings it back and then does some more stuff. But it was pretty cool. I would recommend seeing it. Um, and they had, well, else? they they had, they had like some of these light-up hulu hoops that they were given to people to dance to while they are playing the dance music, and they were... Um, I guess oh oh yeah, and at this power surge thing at the beginning, this guy that's he's I I guess in Tron Legacy there's a dude that kind of like uh, he's like the MC for the games. He wears white instead of black. Well, they had some guy pretending to be him for this power surge thing, and he came out and taught us all a dance, right? And uh, and at the end of line they call it the end of line dance along, and they would play this right with well, this one tune, and you were supposed to start dancing this dance they tried to teach us, it was kind of lame. Um, but the the event, I left at like 11.15, and that was still going on, and the Disney Park block said it would last till 11, and I'm, I want to say they ran until at least midnight. But electronic as a whole uh, has a very, I want to say, like I said, scheduled Disney feel to it. If you think of, I kept being reminded of the Adventurers Club. You know, the Adventurers Club used to be and I've mentioned this many times, you know, just random, find a place to sit and crap what happened around you. And now it's all scheduled. Go into the library, see one of the radio shows. Go into the mask room, see the masks poke fun at you. You know, it was all... And when it was when a show was done, you know, you couldn't sit in there and drink more. They hustled your ass out and, and brought the next crew in. And Electronica, or at least this event, had that feel that, okay, go see the preview. Go see this. Go see that. This guy is happening at this time. This dance is happening this time. This happening that time. Otherwise, go play games and hang around. So the arcade, like I said, a lot of fun. I played just about every game I remember playing in high school. And I managed to get number one on one game. The rest of the games I sucked ass at. But on Asteroids, I had the high score for the day.
1: <laughs> you bet your Asteroids again.
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously, I played Robotron, played Defender, both versions, Stargate and the regular. Yeah,
1: Defender, I, there, there, when I went walking through there, I was just taking some shots in there, and I was just walking through. I would have liked to have sat around and played some of those games. It just seemed... One, one thing was, was, it was a little disappointing that I was hoping for more of an arcade more games especially with tron there's only the one tron game yes. In the yes I,
0: I i waited to play tron that was the last game i played before i left i waited to play that um but they had space paranoids which was kind of cool do you guys not get the reference to space paranoids
1: yeah i was i i didn't even see that game they had two
0: greg do you know what space paranoids is
1: i'm not sure i do all right. Do you remember? That was the game that Kevin Flynn invented in the first movie. Yes. Yeah, so it was
0: a game he was playing, you know, the tank game where he was shooting the recognizers out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, had, they had two copies of that. Um, so I played Dig Dug. I played, shoot, um, Battle Zone. <laughs> um, you know, the vector graphic uh, line vac- uh, uh, tank game. Um... Did play Space Paranoids. I watched it for a bit. I played Tron. Played Asteroids. I'm forgetting something. I'm forgetting a couple of games, but
1: yeah, I think there's Star Castle there too, which that was always one of my fun ones.
0: Uh, the but for three thousand people. Okay, now fifteen hundred people got invited to this thing, and they all could bring a guest. So three thousand people, and it looked like they jammed them in there at the Sunshine Plaza that Power Surge opening thing. And when we're all walking into the back lot when it opened. It looked like there was 3,000 people, but when I when I first went to the arcade, it was a little bit jammed. But after Laser Man's first performance, things started thinning out. And then uh, after his second performance at 10:30, I got back in the arcade. and It, it was dead empty. There's only w- one dude in front of me for Tron. Otherwise, I could have walked up to any other game. So typical new Disney stuff. If you hang back, right? And be patient; then it clears out. Yeah. But overall, I'd say electronica. I, now, I didn't get a chance to really engage anybody in conversation. There was when we were waiting for Laser Man. There was a couple uh, short Asian girls that asked if they could stand in front of us when it started, because you know, me and the guy I was with were you know were tall, t- taller than them, and I said, like, "Sure, no problem." And I was thinking about asking them, okay, are you annual pass holders? How'd you get in? You know, uh, what have you think of it so far? And just try to find out if, if it's worth making the effort to go see if you're not an annual pass holder. You know what I'm saying? Because this smacks this of, uh, aside from regular Disney promotion for a film that's coming that they're trying to build a pipe for, but along the lines of State Fair or. You know, blast the pass. It's something they add to draw local people in. I don't know if it's just APs or, or I, I don't know.
1: I mean, well, okay. Did you go to uh, Glowfest?
0: Did not get to see Glowfest, Brad, Greg. Did you, you-
1: go to go Glowfest?
2: Uh, yes, I went to Glowfest.
1: How was Glowfest? What did you think of Glowfest?
2: Uh, you know. A lot of drinking, a lot of really loud music, and a lot of really weird colors and people dressed up like idiots dancing around in, you know, go-go boots and, you know, things like that.
1: The main point of Glowfest at that time was to have something for people to kind of hang
2: out in until
1: it was their turn. For a the color, color,
2: yes. The only reason I see they needed that is if you were waiting after hours, because quite frankly, the rest of the park is open the rest but they wanted to hustle everybody into their spots for their time zones from what i understand as part of that reason so and, you go and, wait there and then you'll be shuffled over here and then
1: and originally uh, at the beginning of summer the plan was the park was going to still close at eight or nine o'clock and they were still going to have a 10 o'clock and an 11 o'clock show going a couple hours after park closing so they needed a place to kind of stage guest to uh while the park was closed until they were ready for their particular showing and then they just extended the park hours out there um... my thought uh... and and that was like one of those things where it was just quick and dirty just do something and get it done that was the impression that we all got uh... when they were installing it there was a lot of problems with the installation with tron with electronica uh the impression I was getting with the install and everything is this is meant to be just the, to push the picture, just push the movie and everything. And it's not so much as trying to be a staging area, but just trying to be build the hype.
2: Well, what, what else would you think it's for?
0: Well, well like you like just said, you he, he would think it's the, the place I, where they, they park the people waiting for their world of color showtime.
2: I think, based on the experience of um, Glowfest, it's not really needed. I mean, I don't see how it really helped them operationally. People seem to have fun. I mean, uh, you know, the the third party help that was uh, Glowfest. I mean, it was all contract people. They seemed to enjoy the crowd, and the crowd seemed to enjoy them. And a lot of interpreted dancing and you know crap going on. <laughs> but uh, there's still
0: some of that. You know. For electronica, by the way, there's still—I don't want to say go-go dancers, but there's you know platforms for yeah,
2: yeah. Tron I, I Tron think, dress. I think it cheapens the area. The Tron thing, yeah, okay, it's a short overlay, and it it is a Hollywood thing, so maybe that goes. I thought Glowfest kind of. Uh, cheap in the area. It, to me, it was the equivalent of going to Knotts during October and not knowing that uh, when you go during the day that you're going to see, you know, heads hacked off in the attractions, and, <laughs> you know, death and uh, dismemberment everywhere. So, you know.
0: Well, I, you know, if, if I thought it was fun, I thought they did it. Disney did a decent job uh, making it fun. There's lots of kids there. uh, From a from a Disney Park blog standpoint, I think these meetups are are a good. Someone is using the social networking
2: well. It's successful for them.
0: Yeah, they're giving away free admission to a park, and then letting giving you access to show designers or Imagineers. Not not in the Electronica case. Well, in the Electronica, the screenwriters, right? Uh, the other two meetups they did. So, what that's doing in my mind is making me more cognizant because they they announced like a day ahead of time. Okay, tomorrow we're going to, you know, we're going to, re- you know, release. We're gonna have our next meetup. So we're gonna send out the announcement for our next meetup. Pay you know, and pay attention. And they they should do them around 11 a.m. our time. And I I would like liked to have seen the World of Color one. It would have been nice to ask Steve Davis and why he felt the need to throw in one live action picture of. Pirates <laughs> and watch them <laughs> dance, right? But, you know. Well, quite honestly,
2: probably because it's coming out next summer. So a
0: Yeah, sure. Fight. Now, I've also heard or seen some tweets out there that they added a Tron legacy piece to World of Color.
2: Yeah,
1: there's uh, supposed to be some Tron pieces added into it. Uh, there was on the Orange County Register, the Disney blog on the Register, a couple weeks ago made a comment that, yes. That we're staying at the Grand California Hotel, were watching the uh, rehearsal of, of World of Color and with the Tron stuff inlaid into it. Would
2: but that's that one of the that, great. Th- would that be the Mark Eads column? Pardon? Would that be Mark Eads, Orange County Register?
1: Pos- uh I thought it was some uh, girl that did that one, but it's pos- I I'd have to go back and take a look and see whose column it
2: is. Why oh, do you but know Mark? The- yes.
0: he writes for the Um, Orange County Register?
2: Yes. He he used to be an Imagineer.
0: Ah.
1: But that's one of the great things about uh, World of Color is it's all projection anyways, and it's all programmed. It's not like you have to have performers rehearse something new. So it's just plug it in and fit it and run
2: the show.
0: Well, World of Color during the week...
2: Oh, by the way, accept the file that I've sent you.
0: Who are you turkeys. talking to? Me? Oh,
2: both. Both of you. Uh, what file? I don't see a file here.
0: Oh, George New file, uh, Desiree Holloway. What?
2: Just, just accept it.
0: Okay. Save oh. as Okay. Just
2: accept. It's really not a tough thing to do. Someone sends you something that you, you know, so from someone you know. You just accept. Okay. So except. you, you, uh, you thought it was all right.
0: Yeah, I-, I liked it. I-, I I enjoyed. I almost I toyed with the idea of wa- of going to watch the um, uh, the p- preview again, the 13 minute trailer that they had in there. But I w- I actually got five dollars worth of tokens, and you'd be surprised how long five dollars of tokens <laughs> lasts when they're 25 cents a pop. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh dude, do- oh I played Joust. That was another one. I <laughs> I was pumping, trying to burn them all up i think i still came home with a dollar 50 worth of unused tokens because i couldn't get rid of them all it was a work night had to get up early the next day (laughs) um so yeah but yeah i liked it i I thought it was cool i I wish i wish i had seen glow fest so i can make you know comparisons to disney doing something that an outside company did uh
1: yeah I wish I had seen glow too. I really was looking forward to it but just never made it over to that direction. You didn't miss anything Oh that's what everybody tells me so
0: there's an added element to this meetup by the way is that they were encouraging people to come dressed as their favorite Tron character cool and,
2: and most that's, that's not too hard there's I mean you know put a jumpsuit on and some glow stuff
0: well, a lot of people came dressed as current. Tron Legacy kind of looking people. Standing next to me was a couple that came as old school Tron, which looked really cool. And then I I ran into another couple a little bit later that were also old school. But everyone else was pretty much Tron Legacy looking with black and silver highlights as opposed to gray and blue highlights, right? Or gray and red. Take
2: it by their age. They were probably younger anyways.
0: Everybody that was dressed up was younger. Yeah, and and there was definitely the DF crowd. There was definitely your people a little bit more into it than they should have been, and and there's also the.
1: Those are always scary.
0: Well, you also had the added, you know, geek element, right? Because Tron's kind of like speaks to the nerds and geeks too, right? So you had you had people that were both Disney fans and nerdy type geeky people, so.
1: The the dweebs, the geeks, the nerds—they think he's total rad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish I could remember all the other social groups that lady rattled off for Ferris, but
1: oh yeah, that was uh, okay.
0: righteous dude, right? They all think he's a righteous, right, righteous
1: dude. That was it, righteous dude. So yeah, I,
0: I, my my takeaway from this is again to to if the Disney Park blog says, "Hey, we're having a meetup." Do your best to get invited to it because they give you stuff for free, and Disney's not doing that a whole lot these days, right? And um, it, it, I think it goes a long way for them. So there you That's
1: go. That's cool. So, so, so you enjoyed it, and, and you said you were reconsidering as in you might see it 3D. Over yeah, when I- when
0: when I first saw, you know, that it was coming out, and you get the choice to see it in 3d or not i'm thinking i'm tired of seeing films in 3d i don't care um,
2: now why are you tired is this just you think it's a fad is it not adding any uh element that makes it better than a standard film what's what's your i
0: don't uh, i don't
2: besides you also said imax and there's a there's a great difference between seeing yes. 3d imax and a non-3d oh, you I, know, 3d say, standard screen
0: uh, okay, I've never seen a 3D IMAX film. That I, The last film I actually saw on
2: IMAX. I know, but you said it made you rethink whether or not you'd see this in 3D uh, IMAX.
0: Correct, because that's what they're pushing in the preview, is to go see it in IMAX 3D. <laughs> so oh, right.
2: That part worked. Okay. Yeah, so you paid, what, 20 bucks to see it?
0: Sure. You know, it's an event for me.
2: I'm no, not- no, no. I mean, it, yeah, they're pushing the highest price ticket uh, to go see it.
0: Correct, and letting me in to see that extra extended preview made me think, okay, I'm willing to spend my twenty bucks now instead of just my standard eight fifty or whatever it is for two D
2: small screen. Eight fifty? Where, where are you going?
0: Isn't that isn't that standard general admission for evening hours? I'm not talking uh, nine
1: nine fifty. Uh, ten bucks. Ten EV. bucks. Yeah. All
0: right. So anyway, um, of course,
1: he, of course, I do have some discount tickets if you'd like to purchase them. They're for my uh, daughter's orchestra it's one of their fundraisers. So, let me know if you want some $6.50 oh, tickets okay. that are good for any movie, even movies that are opening this weekend.
0: Okay. Let me answer Greg's question. <laughs> I okay, I don't think it's a fad. I think 3D is here to stay. I mean, just look at how they how hard they're pushing to get 3D in the home, okay? So, I don't think 3D is going anywhere. It's just that in in the the 3D films I've seen so far, all right, it was Toy Story Dragon, Despicable Me, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. Did I see anything else in three D? Uh,
2: you see Avatar three
0: D? I've not even seen Avatar, so <gasps> no. Um, Monsters vs. Aliens. There were some scenes where the depth really helped. Oh, Up, Up three D. Monsters vs. Aliens and Up. The the scenery, you know, your your background. I think was enhanced or helped by the three D. Other than that, I, I I didn't think it was okay it lent itself to you know cheap three D tricks, right? Uh Despicable Me I could have seen it in two D and I I wouldn't have lost anything. You know, there's a couple cheap three D tricks that were funny and were used for humor points, but I don't think it seeing it in three D helped, right? Dragon I don't. Know, I didn't. I, I. I came out of Dragon thinking I probably could have seen that in two D as well. And Toy Story, I could have seen that in two D as well. I. I. I didn't think the three D. I don't know. I. I don't think it's enough. It's. It's not for me. I guess. Or in some cases, it may. May or may not, depending on what they're using the three D for. You know what I'm saying? Is any of this making sense?
2: Um, uh, you're you're bouncing around and everything but I I think I know what you mean for the for the animated features I really think it makes it feel more like an old viewmaster you know there's yeah. a little extra depth there but it, it's it's not live or die but you don't necessarily want to watch 3D where the things are flying out buzzing in your face like Captain Creepo <laughs> well, um, the
0: cheap 3D tricks you know referencing the muppet show right you know the muppet yeah, vision yeah. right um but there, so Anyway, let me finish that thought, Richard, to hang on a second. So having gone through those films, thinking, okay, I'm going to see Tron Legacy. I like Tron when it first came out to the point of when it was over. My buddy and I that we just saw it we said, we're going to watch this again. We sat there in the theater, waited for it to spool up and watch it again that same, <laughs> that night, right?
2: back Two, in, two times in a row. Yes, yeah,
0: back in the days where you could do that, where they didn't clear your ass out.
2: That's you know?
0: pretty brave. Um So anyway, I I like Tron. I thought it was fun. So when this came out, I'm going to see it. I don't know if I'm going to do the 3D. Okay, who cares? I don't know. I I was ambivalent about it, right? (sighs)
2: Sure.
0: Then I saw this. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to see this in 3D. Because it looked cool. There you go.
2: Okay. (laughs) No, I thought, you know, occasionally in Avatar, I would kind of, you know, look under the glasses. Is it really giving me... Something more, and I, I think what it, for me, what it gives you is the feeling of, not necessarily being in the film or in the environment, but giving you a little more appreciation of your surroundings. You know, like you see visually, anyways. You know, instead of watching everything flat, it's kind of nice to see some things have. Uh, it
1: makes you feel more, draws you more into the picture.
2: That's not exactly where I was going, but it gives you some dimension. But for you, if it draws you in, that's good. For me, it just gives me some more. Well, if you wanted to know where I was going, you would have been quiet and let me finish. But uh, sure. Yeah. I know what you mean now. So, you
0: know. But seeing that, like I said, the trailer got me excited, so I think I'll go see it 3D. And then then there's
2: IMAX again. It's sported a Woody for you,
0: huh? I'm not going to go that far. (laughs) But it was like, it did get some excitement. So...
2: All right, there good. You go. So you're so far you're saying these previews are telling you you need to see this movie. Yes. Now, I'm, if you had just seen this preview let's say in your local uh megaplex with another 3D movie and you you know, I take it the 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 megaplexes that you've been going to if you see a 3D film, they do have a fair amount of trailers in 3D. Yes, they do. Okay. So if you'd seen the same trailer for ten bucks, you know, at your local theater. So now, pull that trailer out. Was going to uh, Tronica worth it?
0: Sure, it was worth it.
2: Okay, so it still has something for you even without the. Yes,
0: trading. yes, yes. Uh, you know, like I said, the arcade. The ar- I know. I know it sounds kind of, I guess, lame or stupid, but. No, 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 playing uh, playing the video game, <laughs> you know,
1: that you played as a yeah, that you played as really a kid. But yeah. plus, it, plus, it also pulled you back, be it, because it did make you feel twenty years younger. That you're playing games that have been around for you know twenty years. It pulled you right immediately back into the same feelings of when Tron the uh, original movie came out too, because that was the age we were all at when we first yeah, saw that well, movie.
0: Well, okay. Again, the soundtrack they're playing, the the back, the music they're playing in that arcade, and playing the games combined together really made me had a lot of fun. It was it was really taking me back. Now, some people they probably didn't notice. I don't know, but I was for me, say
2: you know, for 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 a twenty something. Who is, you know, has their arcade in their home in a box, usually with, you know, 360 on it or a PS2 on it, you know, is it uh, seeing seeing that going? You mean you have to use your hands? <laughs> um, is it going to give that same visceral feel that uh, the, that you're getting for it in the arcade portion? So again, now take the arcade out because that's that's kind of an age. There's some ages uh, ageism going on there. And the and the movie <laughs> out. Is there anything left for the people who would necessarily understand those uh, elements? Uh,
0: all that's all that's left now is the dance, the dance, uh, the dance club atmosphere. Okay, and and, and I, I'm just curious. Your you know, own oh, laser that's, man, right? The laser man show, right? That's <laughs> this laser man. Seriously, yeah. y- y- dude. Go see laser Man. It's it's pretty cool. It's only in 15 minutes. It's not that long, but there's some really cool laser tricks he does. I
2: does he does he wear like a Tron outfit? Or
0: yes, maybe? he does. And, oh, okay. he, and he wears these. Oh. He wears glasses. <laughs> you know, sunglasses. So if the laser shines him in the eye,
2: so sunglasses at night. I don't
0: really, I don't really think they're sunglasses. I think they're
2: no. You, the,
0: yeah, the the sunglasses. I had the, I know <laughs> the video. It's, it's
2: I've been so watching a lot of psych lately, and that's that's all they do is make little references oh. to the past.
0: So, so, yeah, no. Now at that point, you're all you've got left is the drinking and dancing.
2: So there's the stuff for the young crowd, I guess. I mean. Yeah. The drinking and the dancing, and the old and the old alcoholics. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, Mike. Yes. Question.
1: Um, when you were over at Flynn's now walking through it, data, walking through it when, when I was taking those pictures and then walking through it when it was first installed did you it, it, I'm kind of 50-50 split that it was built specifically for uh, Electronica or do you get the feeling that some of those uh, areas might be part of the set that was used for the latest film the walls the wind, the way the walls are set up with the windows and the doors um you get the feeling. Obviously, the back wall is a little different than the way the movie has it. But do you get the feeling that some of that stuff might have been actual set stuff that was used in the movie?
0: No, I didn't get that no. feeling. Although, they, although they did, they did. I, I, I'm. They had the raised office. You know, the windows for the raised office on the one right. side. I'm thinking, oh, that's a nice little touch. But and then the, the behind the Tron game they had you know cuts in the wall that would light right. up every once in a while something back there you would hear some dialogue being played through it to help i guess sell that you're in flames
1: oh, but okay. but I, I didn't i didn't know what was going on but i saw i saw that cut and i saw the uh, boxes in the back but i wasn't sure what they were trying to do with that
2: yeah and, and, considering when the film was finished sets themselves are probably Long gone. I mean, certain. Well, they they
1: they, re, they rebuilt the they rebuilt Flynn's Arcade for the new movie. That's why I was wondering because the reason I'm kind of 50-50 split is because it's not that big a deal to have to make something new. But when I was walking around the backside of the uh, sets in there, these I mean the markings and everything these are there was a little bit more than just what would be thrown up as for Disneyland. I would. It was the type of stuff that would be coming from Burbank and when I looked at the preview when uh, Flynn's son is walking through the old abandoned uh, arcade, I'm noticing there's only the two rows of machines and then some machines scattered around the side. I'm going, you know, that place is not that big anyways. And I'm going, okay, I can picture this could conceivably just be the set just with the proper camera angles. I
0: uh, I got the impression that... Uh that if those were from the film, they would be hyping the shit out of that. Real sets from the film of Flynn's Arcade.
1: They That's would. true. You're probably right on that.
0: So, I don't think so. <laughs> so, yeah, no. All right, so is there anything else you want to talk about then? Because I hear yawning. Today is Halloween.
2: Uh, I got well, it's just another day for me, so, um, you yeah, know, I don't really care. I <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't think of uh, anything. <laughs> the Haunted Mansion overlay, there's a couple... Uh, the Haunted Mansion overlay, there's a couple new little things in there.
0: Uh... We talked about Mansion Overlay, like, three weeks ago.
2: Okay.
1: I know that we was had... There some, was there something new?
0: Well, I remember, uh, you know, came up. Greg had said he would, he'd filmed it last year, and he couldn't remember if uh, the, gin, the pumped-in gingerbread smell was...
2: Yeah, I was pretty the, sure it was there, and I was asking Karen. Yeah. Karen and I went last week. She th- said she thought she remembered that. Mr. Banker three,
0: confirmed so. for me that it was there last year.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it had so. been there. Um, yeah I, I did not I took a couple swings through at some um, filming that we, we got stuck we were the next people to get on and they held it for like four wheelchair people in a row I mean literally they just stopped it and I know, I'm know i debating whether I should even say this well what the hell <laughs> I don't even know why they stuck one person on there I don't think they were really um, handicapped they don't have, they I don't think they had any clue where they were. Let's put it that way, but yes, oh, they were, okay, they were challenged in some manner, you know. Okay, so I think the whole family might have been in some kind of mobile device or another. Um, and uh, anyways, what was kind of neat to see is the back, you know, the background in the load area this year was uh, it's a little, I guess they've got one or two or two or three, you know, some are a little more animated. Than uh, than then, than the others, and so it always that was kind of cool. But uh, the only really big big change I saw was like the uh, man of Leota looking like, like a Christmas, Christmas tree, Christmas, yeah. not a tree, but an ornament.
0: Ornament, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't finish my sentence. You you the had ornament. said
1: it. Yes. Oh yeah, that I, I now that you mentioned, it, I forgot about that. That did look kind of neat.
2: Yeah, that was the only huge thing that really stood out. But uh, yeah, that looking
1: good. And and the the load area was different and. That look kind of, but they've been changing that rather regularly each year on the load area the way they have it set up for the merry scary Christmas
2: am I hearing an echo in here <laughs> probably <laughs> um, sorry. Well, welcome welcome to the show Richard we're Thank talking you. about uh, <laughs> <for> uh, <laughs> tronica and uh, uh, yeah sorry I'm so how about you Greg? are you
0: are you down for seeing electronic electron legacy are you going to
2: it in 3D, you can been,
0: see it IMAX 3D. Well,
2: I have not been in a theater since uh, Toy Story 3. Uh, um, current financials, probably I'd like to. I don't know though, we'll see. I mean, I did go to the film festival, but um, you know, I mean, uh, for a paid theater gig, I have not been in since Toy Story, so really? there's a few movies I'd like to see, like Red. Um, Karen saw Red almost a year ago at one of those previews and said it was excellent. Really? And yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, You heard what Red stood for? Yes. In fact, I have a little card. I don't know where I got this. Oh, I know where I got this. It was, they were handed them out at Comic-Con. Uh, it's a card that says Red. It's got it's Carl Urban on it. It says Killer Company, man. And <laughs> <laughs> Then the other one is uh, Morgan Freeman, aims to please. Hmm. And they, they probably had a whole. T- I only got. Wait, wait, no, I got one more here. I just happened to be sitting on my desk. Didn't plan on talking about this. The other one is um, Helen Marin, or Marin, a high caliber woman. <laughs> uh, so what
0: is Red Staff for then?
2: Uh, Hold. I, you know, I, I remember her telling me that it's like retired. Um, Extremely dangerous. Yeah, retired and extremely dangerous. I think this is it. That, is that oh, one? that's, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Well, it's sense. funny on the on the back of the card you turn it over and it's got like their dossier, and uh, a lot of it's uh, redacted.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's kind of cool, you know? That's funny. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, they're all. Uh, th- let's see. Th- this subject is not to be approached. Previous. C- contact attempts have resulted in disappearances of redacted senior field officers presumed dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that was pretty, but yeah, everyone, uh, she said it was re- really, really good, so I, again, I haven't seen it. Uh, Katrina went and saw the uh, second paranormal activity, and she walked Karen up when she got home. She went to see, like, the midnight showing the first night yeah, I was all right. out. She said it was much scarier than the first one, so I I would like to see that one, but I haven't uh, haven't been able to go. So, and those kind of films are much, you know, much more appreciated in the theater with a group of people who are getting the crap scared out of them. Yeah. So you tell us. Yeah. Yeah, it's always any movie like any movie like that is better. It's like a good comedy. A comedy is not so much better in a theater where people are also enjoying it. I mean, yeah, they're funny when you're sitting at home by yourself, but they're much funnier. When, when you have other people. Dumb. Unless it's too loud and you can't hear the the film. I've had that happen a couple of times. I was like, geez, i got to stop laughing well, here and there so I can hear the rest of the line.
1: Then, then you then you have to go to a theater where Jerry Lewis is sitting in the back projection booth because uh, he'll just turn the so- sound up every time when the laughter gets too loud. I <laughs> had a friend who was a manager, and they had... a uh, uh, I think it was The Kings of Comedy. It, it was a movie starring Robert De Niro, and it had Jerry Lewis or something like that in there, or he was a producer or something. And they were having the premiere of it, and everybody was sitting there. Lewis sat in the projection booth with the window open, and every time somebody, every time people started getting too loud laughing on it, he just cranked up the volume on it, and then he would bring it back down again as people quieted down. He didn't want any of his jokes missed. Interesting. So, anywho,
2: all right. Well, any letters that uh, we should go through uh, real quick?
1: Before, I don't think uh, I.
2: Have to... Yeah, we got one here. We got a couple of real short ones. Hey guys, I'm new to the show, and you may have touched on this, but I was wondering what Disney Park fan site you like. I heard you guys rag a little on Mice Chat and Laughing Place, but what is your favorite place to hang? Uh, the DPN, and that's it. See you later, Mice okay, Cast. Bye. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the guy's name was Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Um, not many people are actually hanging out at uh, VPN anymore either. I think most people are, are, are <laughs> yeah, either plurking, pler- tw- Facebooking, Twitter. tweeting. Yeah.
1: And I, I hate to admit it, I do go on those sites there. I'll still rag on them a little bit but for, for the proper reasons, but I do read what they have to say because unfortunately they do tend to be a little accurate at times too.
2: Don't give him too much credit. Uh, (laughs) There are a few out there, though, that are kind of fun. Uh, Let's Talk About Disney had a decent one, and the Character Breakfast guys have a fairly good one. But uh, short of that, uh, you know.
1: Um, You guys got the uh, letter from uh, Peter, who uh, exercises, does his jogging with our show.
0: Yeah. I can only go for Uh, so many two-hour runs a week.
1: Yeah. We're we're going to kill him. Yeah, five
0: shows in two weeks, yeah. Well...
1: He's complaining we're a little too prolific with the uh, shows right that's, now.
0: That's easing off, because I've caught up.
1: Oh, okay, good. So, we'll so, slow down. W- yeah. And, I was, and on the contrast to that, I was glancing at a uh, message we missed back in uh, uh, July. What was it here? Basically, where were all the shows? Because, yeah, here we are. Tom uh, was asking where the, <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm just hoping you guys have just been busy. And where are all the July shows? Tom in Minneapolis.
2: Yeah, I think uh, we answered that one night when you weren't on. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Now put that over to my red file.
2: That's good.
0: Uh, okay. So. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Awesome. All right. Then we're, sounds like we're done.
2: <laughs> Fine. There's okay. just not much going on in the world of Disney right now. No. I'm sorry from- waiting for some stuff to get finished construction and you know uh, we a lot to talk about when mermaid opens next year and in you know, cars
0: a land year the year after that cars,
2: cars land opens uh, i did oh. notice uh quickly though i will say that you know the pizza moo mau mau and the mcdonald's <laughs> restaurant you know the mcdonald's have been closed for a while but they are fully stripped
0: bare wood the- yeah
2: yeah being redone, and then uh, Mall Hall and Madness is finally closed, and the Maliboomer is uh, gone. Gone. Scene, so, yeah. <laughs> and
1: and Mike,
2: you were mentioning about the uh,
1: Sun sculpture missing. Uh, you know, so all the mural in the front is missing too.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, not so, not again. Uh, you know, somebody's not paying attention to the shoe. Um, is the one on the east side gone now? When I was about there, my- you no. Know, they
0: just started. I, okay, I, I, you know, Shaft, you worked there. I, but I went to Disneyland three days this last week. I went on Saturday, I went on Wednesday, and I went on Thursday night. So on Saturday, the the west mural was half gone. They had the window, they had the, you know, the walls up, and I took a picture of where they cut some of it out, and you can you can now see in the Condor Flats from the Entry Plaza, right? Right. Because that mural's gone, and, and the rest of it there. Where next time I showed up Wednesday, the rest of that mural that was there is gone, and they had a right. tarp up on the east side. Right. And then, and Wednesday when I went there, the sun was still up behind that electronic portal thing. When I went there the next day, the sun was gone. So.
1: Oh, I'll have to take a look at the pictures because I thought the sun was gone Sunday, Saturday or Sunday last week. You know, when that's I, in- interesting. When you I was should see some
2: shots. Because I, um, yeah, I did take photos that I had not even got around to posting because when we were there Monday, uh, week just a week ago tomorrow, we noticed, you know, the west side was all gone. They, that mural was totally history. Interestingly enough, with it gone, short of you can see, you know, you've got a pretty good vision. It doesn't look, you know, if you didn't know something was supposed to have been there, it was your first day there it's it doesn't look really chopped up you know it was kind of supported by itself yeah and the buildings were all stuccoed behind it it's it stood relatively uh you know relatively on its own
0: like so a billboard was,
2: yeah a, a, a lot like a billboard yeah it's a good way to put it uh so i that i found that kind of interesting And In the east side they had not started on yet um and i was looking i think i took a picture of. Uh, uh, the recognizer down there in Sun Plaza I was going to see if the uh, the sun was still behind it. It didn't really, you know, it didn't really stand out. But I, you know, it's kind of that thing you you've seen so many times you don't really yes change
0: blindness.
2: Look or care, you get you know? affected
0: by change blindness.
2: Well, yeah, so yeah, when you see the walls up all the time, you then you just kind of like, was oh, anything back there changed? Because it's kind of the way construction works. You know, for you'll see walls go up it doesn't look like anything's going on because they're doing all the underground work.
1: Okay. I, next thing you
2: know, there's some vertical walls up. <coughs> and you're like, okay, so now it looks slow again because now they've got walls up, they're doing some interior things, they're running cables. Then next thing you know, the, the the exterior, you know, is buttoned up. It, you know, so it goes it goes in big splurts and stages because just it's just the way construction ends up working. Yeah,
1: okay, I just brought up the footage from last Saturday and uh, the sun is... Except for the hub, the uh, sun is completely gone. Just the hub piece stood in the in back of the electronic display. Yeah, the
0: actual brass piece. That's what I was referring to. Not the little, yeah, but not I mean, the, all rays. the rays. And everything, no, the no whole, those those are all the gone. The it was
1: down last last week.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I I meant the sun. The actual just the brass sun thing that was supposed to have sunlight reflected on it. <laughs> so lame.
2: Yeah. yeah, the the big wheel or whatever. <laughs> so lame. All right, so, you never liked that, huh? Huh? You never liked that, huh?
0: Uh, okay. Uh, uh, the concept is great. We're going to reflect sunlight onto this so it shines brightly because it's pointed north. And it can't get sunlight directly on it. Great. Well, those little things, they stopped working after how long?
1: Uh,
2: before we opened Six open months? Did they after stop the working or did they just uh, discontinue their... their maintenance their mechanics and probably yeah. you know they
1: they, they they broke before the park even opened you yeah, know constantly repairing them and after six months
2: they said screw it yeah well yeah, yeah something you know a concept that sounded great but wasn't actuated very well,
0: well hey, sure great not There's a good, lot of not well executed
2: life, yeah i mean it's I, I, then again, you know, why do you want to blast sun down at everybody? Oh, yeah, here's a picture of the Tronica and the the big silver or gold thing is right there behind it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about all. Just the big center disc is about the only thing left. Yeah. You it's know, not well, there now.
0: You
2: know, <laughs> it's gone finally.
0: Yeah. Just the, yeah, just the three prongs.
2: For all those naysayers that said, you know, Disney wouldn't finish this project because of the recession, I think, uh, um, you're gonna have to stick that one where the sun doesn't shine because it's who said Disney would not finish good this on project. them. It was, uh, it was listed. I don't know if they actually listened to our show, but they listened to a different show that I communicated a lot with, and someone had written in in response to something I had written in, and uh, you know, had made a comment that you know, it'll time will tell, but most likely Disney will not uh, uh, finish this project uh, because of the recession. And then I had responded back, "This is the perfect time for this kind of work because even if the parks are a little slow, which I'm not going to say they are, but let's say they are, this is perfect because you can take this opportunity uh, to get stuff done, and then as the recession comes, you know, to a uh, a halt, yep. yeah. even though they said it ended last uh, year. I'm still not believing that. Uh, you know, everything will be done and ready to go. And so far, everything points to they are finishing it. You know, short of you know, if the Cathay Theater didn't go in, Carthay Theater didn't go in, they haven't really. It would, yeah, yeah. People would probably notice it's missing. But um, you know, what I'm saying all the big stuff is going in. We've seen it. You know, mermaids. Uh, going to be done soon. Cars Land is under full construction. Oh my gosh, yeah. The, the entryway is under construction. I mean, Cars Land, they, they ran the cars six months ago. Yeah. It, it looked like they had barely uh, poured concrete. They were already running the cars to make sure that they had clearances and everything was working right before they started uh, building a lot of the rock work. Uh, the entryway is underway. You know, the red cars, we've seen the tracks for that. Um, so, You know, I don't know why. It might be that East Coast West Coast thing. They don't want, uh, you know, the West Coast to have their next big, uh, their big thing. I, I, you know, I don't know why people say things like that. We have seen Disney in the past make plans and never go through with it. I I remember when the Fun Wheel first reopened, everybody, or not everybody, people were bitching and moaning. Well, they didn't finish it. The artwork showed they were going to do this new covered uh, queue, and they didn't do that. So what? Maybe they still will do it. They haven't finished the rest of the uh, the boardwalk. You know, right now no, they that's, still have original boardwalk mixed with uh, gingerbread boardwalks. So.
1: Yeah, that's very true because they are they still, they, I mean, the Pizza Umau Mau is going to become boardwalk pasta and pizza. So obviously they're expanding the boardwalk down past that area and towards where McDonald's used to be. And yeah, there's still a lot of work that's going to be done. So very true.
2: Yeah, who knows. Yeah, what well, uh, anyways, I you know again, I don't know why you know people have these certain certain thoughts well, in their mind, but you know, they do. Well,
1: it's one other thought too is people have to understand is uh, when they're covering a queue, more so I would say in California than in Florida, uh they're not covering it for the rain. They're covering it for the sun. And right now the sun and the heat's not the big effect. There's other things you can go deal with and they might be waiting until uh, you know at springtime next year before they even worry about that when they're getting ready to open up the rest of the boardwalk area there and then they'll cover that area up.
2: And they may not even do it at all. They may that they may uh, not. That could just be artist conception stuff that they actually you know decide, okay, if we have to cut something in the budget, well that's who needs that stupid thing listen you know again, what, what is this particular covered entry gonna how, how's that going to plus that ride? You know, you you gotta you gotta look for the pluses, and that that to me wouldn't make or break that attraction just because it's got a different, better cue. You know, so yeah. (laughs) But you know, people people get hung up on those pieces of art and not realizing most of that stuff is early conceptual. You know. Sure.
0: Well, blue sky still, right?
2: Yeah, I don't. Well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. But you look at the like the little model. I don't believe that model ever had the new, uh, the revised, cue like the uh, artist conception did. So again, I look at artist conception is the thing that sells you. I mean, look, look at the artist conception that used to be in the old gallery of what Disneyland was supposed to be. It yeah, looked, I was thinking the very same uh, thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, You're talking about- it kind of look like it overall, but not really in detail.
1: The the one the. Uh- uh, Herb Ryman one Herb Ryman that did for the bankers that Roy took the bankers yeah uh, perfect example it doesn't look a thing like that well it has the basic elements there but very different from how it turned out I like the one that uh, Bradshaw did
0: Bradshaw yeah, you mean Ellen er,
1: Shaw. Shaw thank you Ellen Shaw yes I
2: knew what you meant yes.
0: see how we all did actually <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's scary yeah <laughs>
0: Okay. <sighs> okay, well we're a good time to stop. Okay. So, so then I'm gonna say good night.
2: Good night.